Stands for puppies. This oh, podcasting puppies transcends. <laughs> All right, this is. I'm your host Anthony, and once again, I'm joined by a bunch of people who cannot. Gosh darn it! I'm, they're screwing me up left and right, and I can't, can't stop keep your laughing. shit straight. <laughs> oh sure, blame it on us. Yeah, but I definitely have to blame on you guys. I got to blame on something, not my incompetence. All right, blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. From left yeah, to right. Yeah, Bella Vanilli blamed it on the rain. <laughs> From left to right. Oh, God, this could be a crazy show. Uh, it's Joey for Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Hello, everybody. I'm actually having a cocktail. I hope you all join us because the stories get better as you drink. <laughs> and to his right in the uh, blue square, please welcome back Mr. Q Sledge himself, Mr. Larry Queen. <sighs> Let him eat fruit cake in my butt. <laughs> That's repulsive. <laughs> All right. In the other square, Mr. Blue Jeans guy himself, Mr. David. Hello. And last but not least, the clergyman of the group, it's Brother Sinatus. And to think I was listening to the dubious attempt, and I gave that up because it was so repulsive. <laughs> Different types of repulsiveness. You might want to go back to them. <laughs> All right. So, uh, needless to say, I. Oh, let me pause the music here. We got a lot of news to cover this week. So without further ado, Larry, if you would kick us off on the first story. The Canadian justice minister has reassured thousands of gay couples who have married in his country that their unions will be recognized there, but admitted there is a legislative gap in the rules and foreign nationals marriages. Up to 5,000 marriages were thrown into doubt by the document regarding the marriage between a British and an American woman who were seemingly unable to divorce. Now that the government has said it will ensure gay marriages held in Canada will be recognized by Canada, regardless of a couple's home country's laws. Didn't we talk about this last week? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> ah, it is a story that never is. Okay, Rob <laughs> Nicholson, Canada's Justice Minister, told Reuters, we will change the Civil Marriage Act so that many marriages performed in Canada that aren't recognized in the couple, couple's home jurisdiction will be recognized in Canada. This, of course, will apply to all marriages performed in Canada. The question arose because of Canada's Divorce Act requires couples to have lived there for a year and to have a valid union in their own countries if they are seeking divorce in Canada. The gay couple's lawyer, Martha McCarthy, who played a role in the original equal marriage laws, had said Canada should introduce a law similar to the one passed in California that meant when overseas gay couples were granted the right to marry in the state, they were also allowed to divorce there. Well, go Canada. How come they so does that mean they have to return to the state to do the divorce in the state where it was done? Hmm. That's what it would seem to me, but... What do you think, um, Mr. Blue Jeans guy? I don't think it means that they, they have to return to Canada. I think 
what what the law was saying was if they're seeking a divorce in Canada, then they have to have been in Canada for whatever the period of time was, uh, and also to have had a, a marriage that was legally recognized in their home jurisdiction. In okay, other words, so like riddle me like, this: if okay. they get, for example, in England, it is not legal. England, like it's a hundred. 200 years ago. In England, it is not legal to have a gay marriage, but civil unions throughout the Wales and all that are legal. So are you saying that, um, how would they apply for divorce in England if it's not a legal marriage in England? Hmm. Uh, This has nothing to do with English law. No, no, no. If I'm British and I come over here and I go, oh, I'm going to get married in Canada because it's legal. Right, but then I go back. Okay, let's let's even make it more. Uh, Michigan, it's not legal to be gay married. And let's right. say you cross the border and you got married in Canada, and now you're back right. in Michigan. How would you get divorced? Um, well, you wouldn't be able to get divorced right now, I guess, because uh, Michigan doesn't recognize. It. I mean, I guess you'd have to go back. No, you probably could. That, do that, it. That's that's kind of the problem. That's kind of the problem, really, because. Um, there really was no legal basis for doing it in, you know, uh, well, Florida, which is where this happened. Because okay. Florida specifically does not recognize same-sex marriage. Um, the couple really didn't have any legal standing to get a divorce. Got it. And to have the legal protections <clears throat> and all that that are, that are inherent with divorce. So that's kind of how this whole thing started. Um, now... Again, exactly how that's going to go through the American courts, I seriously don't know. That's definitely going to be a, a precedent-setting case right there. I wonder yeah, if there's but, been a gay divorce yet in New York State. There has or has not. I wonder if there has been because I would think that somebody would have done it just to get the precedents on law. On bo- on the books, awesome. I'm drunk, folks. Work with me. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what the the particulars of the New York state law are. You'd know a little better than us. Um, uh, you know what the minimum amount of time has to be before you can do that. Um, you know better than the rest of us because you live there. Well, can't people get divorced if they're out of state? I mean, can't they file for a, for a divorce by you know sending it through the mail or whatnot? Depends on the particular state. Mm. Uh, I mean. Under the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution, a marriage performed in pretty much any state within the United States, with the exception of same-sex marriages, uh, well, not, not a constitutional exception, um, is recognized as valid in every other state. The only possible exception would be if the age of my... What? David, we lost you there. Well, we're waiting for David to come back. What I am going to say is one year after the date that New York has legalized marriages. Oh, there he yes. is. David, David's, yeah, David's uh, going to be lost you for a while. Yeah, sorry. I was on my uh, – I'm, I'm calling my iPhone again. I got a phone call, so I got interrupted. Oh, got it. Am oh, I there? Yeah, so you, oh, yeah, you're there. You're a little bit garbly, but we'll give it a few here to catch up, so – I'm um, telling you that a year after this becomes legal in New York, the year after I'm going to go up to people who were st- who are straight and people who are like opposed to it and be like, I'm so- hi, I'm Joe from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. How has gay marriage affected your marriage in the last year? Can you tell me about the negative effects? And here's a statistic. 3,000 people who were heterosexual got divorced in New York State last year and, oh, zero got divorced who were gay. 
Right. Back to you, Irv. <laughs> well, you know, you know what the thing is, is that by the time all these laws have passed, it's marriage itself is not going to be such a big deal anymore. So, you know, I'd yeah. like to get married. I really would. I just, you know, you want to we'll get see. married? Oh my God, I totally do. You just I also want a wedding. Well, I do. Yeah. I do because what a wedding is is it's a testament of your love to show other people that you your life is not a secret and and here is here is me showing how much I love this person that I'm willing to have everybody close to me to come in and show that I I want to be married and and have a union with this person. So yes, I abso- I absolutely want that. I also want kids, but I don't know if that's in the cards at this point in my life, and that's a little depressing. Oh my God! Can you imagine little Joey? <laughs> I, I, you, you don't even understand. If I could somehow like just raise children, I, I love. I would love to have children. You'd be a fun dad. I could be absolutely a fun dad. So. I had good. I really did have good parents, you know, and I and I would model it after them. Well. Sp- well, speaking of parent, well, there's really no transition to this next story. I, but uh, activist Mike Tidmus, Tidmus, someone help me here. Tidmus. Tidmus. Thank you, sir. Died. So, um, who is he? Well-known San Diego activist Mike Tidmus has died of AIDS-related cancer at the age of 60. Mike was a longtime uh, commenter for Joe My God. And regular news tipster has passed away. It was disclosed yesterday by a brother via email sent to Mike's list of Facebook contacts. His friend and GOP presidential candidate Frank Carger, Carger sent via email. Mike was an early leader of LGBT civil rights internationally and right here at home. He was a cantankerous guy with great wit and sense of humor. He battled HIV AIDS for nearly 25 years and finally lost the battle today. He was so disappointed that the poor HIV AIDS care in San Diego and worked to try and improve it. He is cra- He was courageous to the end, fought like he did all of his life to make things better for others. So, when just, I want when I die, I want you guys to do a twenty-four hour tribute show for me. Oh, twenty-four hours? Why twenty-four hours? How about just? Uh, it hour? doesn't just have to be your show. It can be other shows on the stream. The All Morning Joe. <laughs> How about we just do a special, like uh, a, a two-hour special, like they did for Betty White's birthday? That's done. That's fine. Just prop me up in a done, chair. Done in the style of like introducing everybody before we do the show. Here's all the famous people you hear before the show, and here's works now, for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I tried to watch that. It was so slow. Like, okay. oh, the password skit was horrible. That that was dreadful. Although Valerie Bertinelli, not Valerie Bertinelli, <laughs> Valerie Harper. Looks amazing. Mm. Rhoda. Yes, she does. She, <laughs> she, she, she did look very good. Uh, that cannot be her real hair. That's all I got to say, but she looked very good. Oh, Hollywood people always look good. Well, of course. No, yeah. they don't. Look at Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, uh, well, true. All yeah. right, anyhow. Um, how did Larry, Larry, you got the next story as well. But, yes, indeed. All right, go ahead. Uh, the nation's first pro-gay plate issued... And what? when I say plate, I hey, mean. How are you talking about? Hey, we know we're going the U.S. dress sitcom canceled. Oh wait, sorry. Which one? Hang on, I had a couple of them up here. Ah, oh, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. Television Network, ABC, has axed its axed <laughs> has gotten rid of its new sitcom Work It about a pair of cross-dressing men looking for work after only two episodes. Which, ironically enough, after two episodes, they will also now be looking for. <laughs> Hold on, did anybody watch the show? 
No. Anybody in the chat room? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? No. Was it similar to Bosom Buddies? Or were they... Were, from what I heard from uh, from Paul's podcast, it was really, really bad. But, so was it canceled? The reality is, was it canceled because it was, it was bad? It was canceled because or of bad it? ratings, they said. But I'm thinking... Well, I'm thinking... Yeah, I'm thinking nobody watched it because... I mean, it's been done before. Well, I'm thinking everybody made a big fucking deal out of it because now it's this time not saying, oh, it's a gay thing. It's saying, oh, we're making fun of transgendered. You know what? I'm going to say this publicly. People, lighten the fuck up up <laughs> tootsie was a funny fucking movie right now i'm doing nonsense amen which is all men playing nuns lighten the fuck up <laughs> everything is not about oh we're making fun of people who are transgendered lighten the fuck well we really can't, we really can't really criticize it or i need another drink <laughs> or do anything because nobody saw the show the only thing i heard was from paul and paul's podcast who said that it was really bad it wasn't really funny and um they said that it was canceled due to low ratings so i'm i don't know i'm guessing it's basically something like booze i'm curious on the I'm Would you like me to read the article? Yeah, go ahead. Fine, <laughs> sorry, Gary. Lighten the fuck up. It's Larry, not uh, Gary. I'm sorry. I'm drinking as yeah. well. <laughs> Work was... it was to follow two unemployed men who learned the hard way that the current recession is more of a man session and that their skills aren't in high in demand, according to publicity. When one of the men's characters saw a pharmaceuticals company advert for female sales representatives, he attended an interview dressed as a woman and was hired. Matt Cain, associate director of the entertainment media group media for Glad, said at the time that Work It was based on the notion that men dressed as women is inherently funny. Work It in, invites the audience to laugh at images of men trying to adopt a fe feminine appearance thereby also making it easier to mock people whose gender identity and expression are different than the one they were assigned at birth. Lighten the, the fuck up. <laughs> the show had apparently been a ratings flop with fewer than 5 million viewers and whatever something senior director of programs and communications at GLAD said, while many of ABC's positive and groundbreaking portrayals of LGBT people have been critical and popular successes, the public had little interest in this outdated show. But those I aren't LGBT people. They're yeah. not transgender people. They're not gay. It's not lesbian. There's people who are just trying to fucking get a job in this economy. I, so I, I repeat, I lighten the fuck up. <laughs> I guess the only... The only thing I was wondering, I would have thought the feminists would have been more angry at this one than the gays. After seeing well, the pilot episode, Glad had placed an advert in Variety magazine calling on ABC to axe the show. Uh, it included the following facts about transgender life in the U.S., which included transgender Americans can be legally fired in 34 states today simply for being who they are. 97% of self-identified transgender people reported being harassed or abused at work, and 26% reported losing their jobs because they are transgender. But were they people who were passing to be transgender or they were trying to pass to be women? Because let me tell you, I work with some ugly fucking women. <laughs> well, first of yeah, all, they, were, they were trying to pass as women. And the problem with this simply is it's based on a shaky premise to begin with. Right. Uh, because it's... First of all, I mean, it's trying to, to um, 
put the idea that a woman's more hireable than a man out there. Uh, it's trying to keep up that false notion that um, affirmative action is about setting quotas and also just the, the idea of advertising uh, gender base for a job. You cannot, I, I, ident- you cannot at all, uh, when you advertise for a job, specify a gender. That's totally illegal in the United States of America. Yeah. Or so, what it could be is somebody said, wouldn't it be a funny show if we had two men dressed as women and try and get jobs? That's what really it could be, people. Actually, what's really funny well, is Veritable Virgo just posted a photo of Mary Tyler, Mary Tyler Moore in the chat room. Oh, my God. <laughs> she looks like the Crypt Keeper. Well, she's had bad plastic surgery and she has diabetes, Huff. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, dis- I don't disagree with your saving, but let's be honest. We watch sitcoms to escape life. We don't watch it to be fucking educated. And as a theater major, I will tell you, we watch <laughs> TV for different reasons. We, you know, we watch it to, to inspire, we watch it to entertain, and we watch it to educate. And some shows we just watch to just have a good time and get away from things. Let me tell you, Elf wasn't that real either. <laughs> Hey, I thought Alf was real. You're telling of me we don't have aliens did. from Melmac? This is why we're not friends. <laughs> Joey didn't like it because he ate cats. Oh. Yeah, I hated it. I didn't like cats at that time of my life. But my, I was always did, a big animal person. I love all animals. My dad loved that show for some reason. And now I look you, know, you look back on all those shows with laugh tracks, and I can't watch them anymore. It's ridiculous. We should add a laugh track to this show. Oh, no, oh you, yeah, great. No, I'm not going to stoop down that low. Well, you know, I think it started to turn. I don't know if it, this was the particular show that started all, but like Alan McBeal, when they just they handled <laughs> – comedy with music and sound effects instead of a laugh track i mean i watch any laugh track show i, I can't watch hot in cleveland because it's just it's it, i can't stand the laugh track anymore so i don't know if it's I'm okay just, with the laugh track uh, it tells me you should laugh here i'm like you're right well how about i just laugh on my own <laughs> i got right. news for you there's a lot of shows that are supposedly filmed in front of studio audiences that still have laugh tracks right like friends would you believe that most of that was actually laugh track? It was not actual audience laughter. Oh, I believe it. I believe, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, I don't and, think and that I, was I, mostly just because the the audience laughter went on longer than they needed. So, in order to to not have the show run too long, they had to cut out the audience track and just put in <laughs> um, laugh track, essentially. Well, that's probably because they, you know, the. Um deterioration of everybody's attention span during shows they have to make things run quicker and quicker so no it's just yeah yeah it's, well it's just the the audience reaction in some cases took far longer than they would be able to you know keep it going they had the actual live audiences uh you'd see the actors sitting there waiting for the audience to quit applauding or laughing or whatever to be able to, to, to deliver their next line. Right. The right. Golden Girls. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if there's somebody writes a book sometime. Ooh, book idea. Hold on. Write book of shows that had audience laugh tracks. Done. Copyrighted by me. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Veritable, you're right. Those are the ugliest two women I've ever seen in my entire motherfucking life. <laughs> Veritable posted pictures See, of them. In that's the- their stupidity. What they did is they found two gorgeous guys and said, let's just throw them in stuff like that. 
if they found somebody like me who's fair looking <laughs> and I can look convincingly like a woman, then I would have gone with it. You well, know what should, I mean? They should have got some people that uh, they dressed up for RuPaul's Drag Race or something. I will look better by the time we do Pride 48. <clears throat> I will be completely fuckable. Well, I, I'm, I started a workout pro, uh, thing, too, so we should... Uh... That's my lie, too, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to be, though. There's the difference. All right, well... I'm going to fucking slap you. Speaking of... <laughs> I believe in you. I believe you can do it. Speaking of slapping, uh, David, would you slap us to the next story? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, New Hampshire marriage repeal vote delayed. This week's planned vote to repeal same-sex marriage in New Hampshire has been delayed until next month at the earliest. Republican House leaders have delayed the vote on gay marriage. House Majority Leader D.J. Battencourt, Republican of Salem, said yesterday. The legislation will not be considered for a floor vote until February, Battencourt said in an email. We must deal with some critical financial and economic-related legislation first, as well as legislative redistricting prior to any discussion of gay marriage, he said. It's critical to keep legislative priorities in their proper order. Betancourt said in late December the House would most likely vote on the issue January 11th or today. Uh, today being January 18th. And uh, Joe, my God, puts his little editorializing on the end, says maybe the GOP thinks they don't have votes to override the governor's veto. That's eh, probably closer to the truth. Yeah, of uh, course, with that once they redistrict, that might not be the case, because God knows when we can't get our way, we just redistrict the, the areas till we get everything in our favor. Both sides, Joe. Well, they, they have to redistrict, though, because of the census. Yeah, don't get me started on that bullshit census, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother. That's topic. in the Constitution, don't even. Yeah, the cost. Well, uh, Anthony, you are an you are not an atheist. An <laughs> I am an atheist, but what else is there? Idiot. Anti-constitutional. I may not completely believe the way I believed in my Catholic stuff before, but I am definitely not an atheist. There is definitely somebody much more powerful than I. Yeah, it's I totally thought you were about to say you were a firm beaver. <laughs> right about now, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Next story. Next story, David. Yes, I'm bogarting the stories tonight. Uh, <laughs> Nebraska bogarting? State GOP rep introduces bill to repeal LGBT rights statewide. Nebraska GOP Representative Bo McCoy uh, has introduced a bill that would overturn the very few local LGBT rights laws across the state. McCoy's bill stipulates that only the state has the right to create protected classes of citizens. McCoy's proposed bill would amend state law to prohibit local governments from creating new classes of residents protected from discrimination. It just merely says that if we're going to change the protected classes, we need to come out to the capital to do it so that it's consistent across the state, girlfriend, McCoy said. <laughs> if it's the right thing to do, it ought to be the right thing to do border to border, not just in one city or municipality. McCoy refused to say whether he supported a uniform statewide proposal to include gay people as a protected class. Coming soon to an airport bathroom, tapping his butt in the stall is a GOP rep, Bo McCoy. Yeah, I was going to say, does he not look like he's gay or what? Uh, he looks like, yeah. Yeah, so well, so let's label everybody with me. He is the douchebag of the week. Three, two, one, douchebag. douchebag. All right, so. I can't wait to see him drop his business card in front of a uh, reporter saying, please don't arrest me because I'm a, or no, a cop. Saying, please don't arrest me because I'm a legislator. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm getting the radar just from the photo. So he looks like he's taking Wait, one up. Wait, I have to look at this photo now. You can go on. <laughs> I'm going to look at he looks like he's taking one up the at the uh, one up the butt as as you look at the photo. This, yeah, you no, got I, a point there. You're there. He's I really constipated. I haven't done that in a while, by the way. I don't think maybe I shouldn't do that. Well, you got your flesh, Jack. I don't want to hear it, Joey. Let me tell you, the flesh jack's the greatest thing ever invented. <laughs> you told me. I want to tell everybody to get a flesh jack. Yeah, I would love for a sponsor who is interested in sponsoring our show to send that. Oh, to no, he's not cute at all. What? Oh, yeah, he God. looks uptight. I wouldn't touch him with your dick. Well, thank thank goodness we have different uh, tastes in men. So thank God. <laughs> I didn't say he he's cute. I'm just saying he stupid. he has the potential to look like to uh, to be the next closet case. I'm, oh I'm, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I, I I'm calling it right now. I think he is a closet case. So, but I think he is kind of cute. But Joe, yeah, what, what did I agree to in the chat room that you're talking about? I wrote it in the chat room. You can go on. Oh, okay. All right. So, homosexual activists are celebrating Indiana becoming the first state in the nation to approve a pro homosexual specialty automotive license plate. The what? license plate the license plate advertises and helps fund a homosexual, bisexual, transgender teen recruitment and support center called the Indie Youth Group. $25 of every plate sold goes to the Indy Youth Group. The Indiana Bureau of Motor Vehicles approved the specialty plate after previously expressing concerns about the organization's statewide service. Last year, the ACLU of Indiana sued the BMV over the rejection, but they lost their, but they lost their lawsuit. This is why news of the BMV approval of the controversial plate surprised many. Did you say DMV or BMV? BMV. Bureau of Motor Vehicles. This is oh. in Indiana. So. Obviously, in New York, it's the Department of Motor Vehicles, which is the DMV. Well, that's yeah, why... and the, the, the the license plate itself uh, has a you know the pride colors and then a hand with a swirl in it, and underneath it says Indiana Youth Group. Yeah, it's actually pretty well designed. So yeah. I'm, I'm surprised I got past yeah, in Indiana. Yeah. Does anybody else do this when you see like somebody with like a rainbow sticker on their car? Do you ever like speed up to see who's in the car? <laughs> yes. I don't see too many rainbows, but I do when I see the uh, the human rights yeah. campaign eagles. Oh yes, I definitely do. Yeah. And then it's a lesbian. Yeah, it's I'm a like, lesbian. Uh, I was just gonna say it's a woman. Nine times out of ten it ends up being a lesbian. Oh. And you're just like disappointed. You oh, slam on the brake. Just... And not not that I want to reinforce the stereotypes, but nine times out of ten, it's also an SUV. <laughs> I oh, you mean a Subaru? It's a Subaru, isn't it? It's always Please a Subaru. Send your oh, no, no, hate mail not a Subaru. To David at David at that blue jeans guy.com. <laughs> I said, a, oh, gonna, yeah, that's the worst thing that's been said today. <laughs> I, I, I preface not that I want to in, reinforce the stereotype. I know. But I'm just, I'm, it happened. It, it, you know, stereotypes do exist for a reason, folks. But I love that Vertible, Ver, Ver, Vertible Virgo is agreed with us 100%, like as we're saying it. <laughs> Subaru, yes, yes, yes. We all do that. I just need to close the whole I still have this picture of Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> on there. It's making my dick limp. All right. Uh, David, on to the, actually, yeah. I wanted to read that, but I'll let you up read this. If, wait a minute. We didn't give any uh, uh, to a brother, Sinatus. Brother, yeah. you still there? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I want to sign you some stories here. So, David, go ahead with the next story. 
Okay. Uh, Grinder hacked in Australia. Oh, popular, no. <laughs> I know, right? A popular meat market smartphone app that spawned a sexual revolution in Australia's gay community, just Australia, yeah. has been compromised by a Sydney hacker, potentially exposing intimate personal chats, explicit photos, and private information of users. The location-aware Grinder app enables gay men to meet other gay men who may be just meters away, making use of their smartphone's global positioning system. It has about 100,000 Australian users as of August last year and more than 1 million users worldwide. Now a hacker has pushed the app developer into a security crisis that has left its users seriously vulnerable considering the vast amounts of private information traded through the app. In many cases, naked photos. The oh hacker God. discovered a way to log in as another user, impersonate that user, chat, and send photos on their behalf. Like that's anything new. Yeah, it's because. Uh, so, so, I'm sorry, go ahead, David. Yeah, Grinder has acknowledged the problem and says they have a team in place working on it. So, okay, but really, what is the, the person going to get other than just some conversations and some meetups and some photos? Okay, everybody hear me for one moment. If you are ever going to send anybody your naked picture via text, via email, via iPhone, right. just expect that it's going to be online. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Done. No more Perfect. questions. And by right. the way, David, my email is B-U. <laughs> now, see, this is exactly why I never have pictures of both my face and any discriminating. Oh, you're one of those faceless fucks on Grinder. I'll hey, send I you a picture my right face. now. I just do not include my face with my business. I'll send you a picture right now. Where's my phone? (laughs) Well, we're neither of us are there within a hundred meters of each other, so that ain't gonna work. So, but no, I mean it's like okay, so it's like it's been hacked, but yeah, so maybe ooh, you got some conversation, maybe some personal stuff, but I don't think anybody's giving away their credit card information through the service. You might get some spam. I just think people need to understand that the internet's forever. And, I mean, to be less flip about this, the internet is forever. So if you don't want your parents to see it, don't put it online. Well, yeah, basically if you don't want something that you would post on a billboard downtown, don't put it on the internet. But Oh, by the way, um, Anthony, your dick pic, I um, (laughs) – this is awkward. (laughs) Cucumber what? (laughs) <laughs> I kind of remember something about this one day because I'm on Grinder. I'll say it. Um, I sent I, Anthony I walked... a dick pic, so I mean, hey, we're all good. Yeah. Well, okay. But <laughs> I, I know one day when and Big Fatty also talked about this on Big Fatty Online. Hi, Big Fatty. Uh, where when you logged into Grinder, it popped up something saying that a person's um, po- uh, profile had expired. It's supposed to be in the Grinder Plus store. And that brings up some options to, like, transfer your profile where, like, if, say, you were going from uh, your iPod Touch to your iPhone or, I guess, from your old iPhone to a new iPhone or an iPhone to an Android or whatever, where you, like, it gives a code to send the uh, profile. I can can elaborate on that because I know a little bit of programming on my end. So with Grindr, each of the – initially when it came out, it would tie a specific uh, database ID record to your iPhone 
um, right. your iPhone, you know, identification code, you know, each iPhone mm-hmm. has its own serial number, stuff like that. When, right. when people started branching out and the iPad came out, the programmers mm-hmm. gave you a way to say, I want the same profile to be accessible over here on my iPad. So there's a code that you can use to transfer that profile from uh, your iPhone to your iPad. Now, there's also a difference between Grinder Lite, which has ads, and then Grinder Plus, which has no ads and a couple additional features. And they I have us- Grinder Lite. They usually stress not to mix the two, then keep them separate. So that's why sometimes yeah. you see two different people because they 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 sign up for Grinder Grinder Plus, realize they really didn't need those extra features, and just went back to the free version. I have right, Grinder Disco but- Balls. <laughs> I just, I'm just wondering if there was a connection there that maybe that that was like the hack that someone had set up something to make it look like uh, you'd sign up for Grinder Plus and your subscription had already um, uh, expired, it, so prob- they could collect your um, um, your uh, Grinder ID. Well, even yeah. so, I'm curious on how they would even be able to get to that because they would have to. You probably would have to, I'm assuming, root your iPhone and and I, I, I'm not sure because it's not like there's an interface to break into the, the actual app on the phone. So I'm curious in how that was actually, I mean, somebody must have had a real vendetta to do that and spend a lot of time to crack well, grinder. The thing is, if they got a hold of all the information, they would have had to actually hack the the grinder server. Right. I got some people I'd like to hack. <laughs> how many of you want how many of you in your life to have not wished like with Manhunt or stuff to be able to just go through the entire database just so you could see that if what that fuck that you were talking to that totally blocked you was saying? If I didn't believe that there was a god, I'd fucking be shooting people on the forehead. <laughs> Does that yeah. tell you enough? Well, thankfully um. It says volumes about you. Yeah, I think you should. All right, stop drinking now, Joey. You're getting a little angry. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, Joey, those naked pictures, no, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. All right. Well, all right. A, a U.S. study says sexual minority stress combined with age related stress is endangering the mental health of middle aged and older gay men. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Care. Okay, Joey, how's your mental health? How dare you? You're older than me. Fuck you Wait with a, a red hot poker turned sideways. How old are you? How old are you? Sorry, I, you know, normally I would throw that at you. Answer the question. How old are you? I'm 36. You're older than me, dick face. <laughs> I know. That's what's so funny about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm older than both of you, and I'll be even older tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I was going to throw it. Tomorrow's your birthday? Yes. Everybody, happy birthday! Sexual Minority Stress Day to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear David! Happy anybody else? Birthday to you! Thank you, bastards! If I can get back to something without constantly being sorry, please continue. Fuck you! Sexual Minority Stress. It was defined as a combination of men feeling the need to hide their sexuality or concern that others avoided them because of it. Published in the American Journal of Public Health, the survey of 200 seems to confirm findings that legal marriage or same-sex couples may conquer a unique protective effect against poor mental health. Having same-sex domestic partner or same-sex spouse 
boosted the emotional health of the studied men, but having a same-sex legal spouse appeared to be the most beneficial relationship arrangement. Well, duh. <laughs> Let... Led the author Richard G. Wright of the Williams Institute of UCLA, this study shines a light on the mental health of a generation of gay men who survived the early years of AIDS crisis and the same age and came of age on the heels of gay rights movement. Whether legal marriage benefits mental health with the same sex couples in the way it has been proven to benefit different sex couples deserves much more... Empirical. empirical attention, particularly given what the same-sex marriage is not available in most states and was only briefly available in California in 2008. In addition to sexual orientation stigma, the studies, the studied men's mental health was also negatively affected by having experienced a loss of peers to AIDS. General aging-related stress, such as, such as concerns over finances and independence, also affected, also affected the mental health of these midlife and older gay men. The study was based on self-administered questionnaires completed in 2009 or 2010 by approximately 200 HIV-negative and HIV-positive gay-identified men between the ages of 44 and 75. All right, so I, I thought when you got older, be, it was you were more comfortable with yourself, but is that not the case? I think that's to do well, with the generation. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of us are, and being the oldest one in the room here, uh, when How we grew you know? up, I, uh, I, that I'm the oldest? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is angry junk, drunk. I'm old on. enough to be your father, so shut up. <laughs> you want to spank me? Smack him, smack him down. All right, anyhow, oh, yeah. go, on. go on, brother. <laughs> go on, dear. I mean, we grew. I mean, when we grew up, uh, you didn't reveal it, and it's just you know, as we move into the older age, it just isn't that easy to do it. It's a lot brother. How old were you when you decided to reveal your true identity? Oh, probably. Have you? Not entirely, no. Not, oh, okay. I haven't really come out to my family. Really? And uh, I mean, the first person I met. Brother Sinatus has not come out to his entire family. More at 11. Brother, I have actually your grandmother on the line. <laughs> Ethel? No, go on. No, seriously, brother. I mean, tell tell us what's going. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, 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 you know, it was hard for us to reveal it when we were young, and then as we grow older, it's. And I mean, if you're looking at going into a nursing home or something like that, you really don't want that information out either, because, you know, that cute little orderly that's going to be helping you get out of bed. Um, you don't want him knowing because he may not want to help you or whatever. Right. And I mean, and then also, like they said, AIDS. I mean that. You know, I've lost about 20 people that I know from it to AIDS over the years. Does it ever amaze you to look at this generation and see how AIDS is not, since it's not immediately impacting us, we kind of have it like in the background. Does that ever frustrate you? A little bit, but then also I'm glad. I understand that. I'm very happy that it's getting easier. Um, Just that the only thing that frustrates me when they... Either, well, I want to get it over with, so give it to me, or oh, it's stupid. not. A, well, I mean, that, and the other one is um, it's not a problem, so I don't have to worry about it. You know, I want to go on record. Last week I did say that, like last week I said, if anybody gets AIDS, I'm not saying they're stupid, but I'm saying if you turn around and say, I want to get this over with, so just give it to me, 
sorry, you are stupid. That's, yeah, that's just yeah. dumb. I don't care what anybody says. That's dumb. And <laughs> also that it's, it's, it's no longer a problem. I don't have to worry about it and use condoms and stuff like that. That's also very... Naive. Well, dumb. yeah, dumb. yeah. Some people, it's um, the 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 common con- perception, I believe, that is that something that's treatable and you just work with it. Yeah. But then again, you know what? I don't. I, it would it would behoove us to find somebody who had HIV and get their side of the story. Well, you know, I've said this many times because my co-host Matthew Green Higgins is a uh, HIV counselor for people. And the problem is, and this is a true conundrum, is you tell everybody, no, 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 you don't want to get it, you don't want to get it, you don't want to get it. But then when people do get it, then you have to turn around and say, look, it's not a death sentence, it can be treated. So it's very hard to tell somebody in one breath, no, 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 don't get it. And the next breath, be like, look, your life can go on with it. Right. You know, so it's, it's something they truly struggle with because it has gotten to be manageable, but it's still not... If you go out, put it this way, and Matt said this to me once, if somebody goes off their medication even for one week, their viral load can go from like six to six billion in a week. So it's, it's, it's something they're still struggling with. Well, at the same time, though, I know a lot of people, there was a, our friend who was on numerous medication. It was making him even sicker. So he, they switched. I'm not sure what he's on now, but they switched him to other stuff. So sometimes you can even have the medication. The medication doesn't work the way it's supposed to be. Go- oh, absolutely. That's with work. anything. So Veritable Virgo says in the chat room, yes, it could be treated, but longevity is still affected and made people start to lose the battle after 20 years living with it, mostly because the medications are tired. Yeah, well, it'd be nice if you don't have to put anything in your body, but... All right, well, I think we've been that story to a dead pulp. So, uh, brother, you actually can transition to the next story, if you would, please. Okay, New Jersey to see, um, to see marriage bill. Marriage equality will be the fir- very first bill considered by the New Jersey legislature when the 2012 session begins on Wednesday. This was the 9th of January. In a, dr- in a dramatic move, Democratic leaders plan to announce at a news conference Monday that a bill legalizing gay marriage will be the first measure introduced in the new session of the Senate and the Assembly. Sources with knowledge of their intentions say, said last night, a unified Democratic leadership represents the best chance to Supporters will have to see a bill legalizing gay marriage move through both houses. According to three sources who requested anonymity because they are not authorized to speak politically or publicly about the plans. Uh, Governor Chris Christie opposes same-sex marriage and has vowed to sign the bill. Yeah, about not to sign the bill. Yeah, he's he's another one of those uh, douchebags that we won't go into. Especially, a, he's a fat douchebag. But that's a whole other story. So, um, okay. So, New, why is New Jersey so different from uh, from New Hampshire? Anyone want to explain that to me? They're totally different. I mean, that's the, they're not even Yeah, but they're comparison. right next to each other. <laughs> Doesn't mean shit. It's like, why can one state be so completely different and then the, and, and just, it just boggles my mind. You figure they'd be like coincided right next to each other. No. New Jersey is New Hampshire's slutty little cousin. 
<laughs> that's one way of putting it. Yeah, that's one way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on that? All no. right. Next story, brother. Um, end barrel. In Indenburg. Indenburg called on to stop St. Petersburg anti-gay law. Okay, let's see. A coalition of groups has called on the Lord Provost. That's Edinburgh. Edinburgh is that Scotland. Scotland. Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. Okay, I'm sorry. That's the capital. That's the capital of Scotland. Okay. Help me, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't live in Scotland. Actually, Lad. I can't. I can't understand this uh, article, though. What's what is this trying to say? A coalition of groups has called on the Lord Provost of Edinburgh, Scotland, to intervene on Saint Peter's. Berg's anti-gay law. Now, St. Petersburg is in Russia. Edinburgh is twinned with the Russian cities whose lawmakers passed an initial vote on a gay propaganda law last year by 27 to 1. Amid international condemnation, a, a further vote on the bill was threatened, which threatened the voice of the city's gay community, was postponed in November. Now, Amnesty International Scotland and Equality Network are among the, those asking Edinburgh's Lord, Lord Provost to use his diplomatic powers to urge uh, authorities in Russia's second largest city to throw, out, throw the law out completely. The, the petition is equivalent to that of a Oh, the position is equivalent of that of a mayor in many towns and cities. I guess I just what I can't understand is. Well, I think it, I think that the, from what I'm taking from this is that elected officials are one place are trying to help people in yeah. another place. So um, I'm just reading through this real quick. Uh, Signed petition December Amnesty International. Uh, St. Peter's Law will allow authorities to impose fines. So I think they're just trying to stop that law that would, that they were trying to pass last yeah, year, which I basically mean, said anything you pass out that's gay, you could be fined. So, um, which I don't know. Once again, if you're not living in the United States or a gay-friendly nation, run away. <laughs> Come here if you can. Um, because yeah, because God knows, and this is—I think this is the first week where we haven't had a uh, the gays will be uh, sentenced to death uh, law passed in a uh, third world country like uh, Hungary or something like that. So, but any thoughts well, on this, guys? Well, let's see what happens. I mean, I don't—I don't, I don't know how much of an of an effect Edinburgh's going to have on Saint Petersburg, but. Hey, if they can uh, somehow leverage that sister city thing to tell them to cut, you know, chill the fuck out. Hey, why not? Let's <laughs> yeah. See. yeah. All right. So now I have a show title since Joey has been uh, stressing that throughout the entire show. So. <laughs> right. And I don't have the echo chamber to be able to do it, but chill the fuck out. <laughs> All you right. Have, you have my permission to well, sp sp add echo effect on that later on. Okay, well, speaking of uh, chilling the fuck out, we're almost done with the uh, – we're out more or less. So I will give each of these wonderful individuals a chance to go around and promote what they want to promote. So without further ado, uh, let's start with Mr. Brother Sinatus this time. Oh, follow me on Audible or Twitter or Google Plus, and maybe I'll say something someday. 
And that's brother C I N E A D U S. Correct. Yeah. What's with the B? What? The B for your logo. Oh, uh, that's my, my partner. What would I ask him to make me an avatar? Uh, I came up with the brother status idea, and I said, "Well, make me a monk." And then he, and he says, "Well, I also got another idea," and he did that. Oh, and gotcha. He's a, he's Asian, and the bee is kind of a it's a queen bee with a rainbow ass and uh, glasses. <laughs> oh, I just saw the rainbow ass now. Okay, that makes much more sense. I the only problem I have is I really disagree. The stinger needs to be a little longer. But up, up, and up, up. All right, and then uh, directly opposite opposite from him in my chat window. Mr. Q Sledge, if you would. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters as Q Sledge, you know, if the Twitter ever starts working again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can also find me on, uh, well, if I ever put my show out again, <laughs> you can find the Brainhammer cast at brainhammer.mevio.com or trickbrain.mevio.com. Well, get, get moving. Start podcasting. I know. It's just I seem to get my time eaten up by doing other people's podcasts. Oh well, that did. <laughs> Never mind. We enjoy you though. We enjoy it when you do. Never mind. All right, Mister David, if you would please. Yes, David, that Blue Jeans guy, host of that Blue Jeans guy podcast, and coming very soon, the American Idol update with Ramble Redhead. All right. Make sure you tell Ramble to get his ass back on the show too. Um, and last but not least, Joey, are you still alive? I'm still here. Check me out at cocktailsandcreampuffs.com. The show is Cocktails and Cream Puffs. We put out a new show every Thursday. And, of course, I'm Anthony. You can catch us all. I'm sorry. Catch. You can basically find out information from me at ashantinolemon.com. And your generous donations to the podcast help keep our servers running and the information flowing. So, without further ado, thank you all for joining us. And we'll see you next time on this week again. Bye-bye, folks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Everybody wave.